right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. It is Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. It's presented by CarParts.com. It's the easiest way to get parts dropped right to your back door, garage door. If you haven't jumped online, CarParts.com. They have a full mobile experience. And I'm telling you, easy. And it's going to save you a ton of money. All right, dude. Walk us through today. Because, you know, I know the guest. And Dan is always awesome to catch up with man he's one of my kind of neighborhood guys up here in detroit man he is like the storming norman of like you know moving cars building cool stuff dinos tuning you know all the go fast stuff that you could imagine um so i'm kind of fired up on what we're gonna talk about hey i gotta tell you livernoi motorsports if you guys you know the name you've heard about it if you ever raced against a car with one of those scary stickers on there um then chances are they were a contender right they were there's somebody that was tough to beat he is making modern muscle remember back in the day kev when we used to have to go to junkyards or it was hard to gain you know 75 100 horsepower at the wheel you had to do some serious mods oh man right you yeah to, man you had to make some big gains big differences um well he's all about making great modern horsepower not only performance come alive in your car but man he can do it in the easiest and simplest of ways it's amazing we've done some of their stuff on the show before um and you know what we do in a single show I feel confident saying people can do it a weekend in their garage, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've got all the right, you know, if you're going to do one of their, you know, performance power packs, bundles, whatever, um, you know, great instructions, all the bits that are there. If you got some good skills and you're motivated, yeah, man, you can knock out a couple hundred horsepower in a weekend. That's the big yeah. game changer, man. You're not pulling exactly. an engine. You're not sitting there die grinding heads way back in in the day to pick up that 30, 50, 70 horsepower, man. You know, you're swapping a couple of big components and you're, you know, dropping the tune in there and that sucker is waking up in the hundies. Yeah, it, it is amazing how to make power nowadays. And I really feel like Dan and Livernoy Motorsports and Engineering do it in such an efficient and easy application type manner. Like, look, we all want to add performance and power. But how do you do that that's, A, the most affordable way, right? Biggest bang for buck. 
how do you do it in the smart ways um, and how you do it, you know, where you're going to be able to to make gains, compound what you, you do. You know, you do step one and then step two adds to it. Right. And then step three. Well, he's got all of it figured out for applications all across the board from EcoBoost uh, to Hellcats to obviously all the the crazy applications that LS and, you know, boosted applications with LS, you know, stuff comes in or with. He's really Man, the guy has jumped in and been aggressive about finding performance in any application. Well, they've done all of it so many times they know the recipe, right? You walk up and say, hey, man, this is how much coin I got. This is how much cash I got to spend. I'll tell you, dude, this is your bundle right here, man. This is your package. This is your recipe. You got a little bit more to spend. Man, here's where you're at. And like you said, you know, putting the whole thing together, uh, it's not only going to perform, uh, perform better, uh, and, and it's going to surprise you in a number of ways because even things like in their tuning, it's not just making the horsepower. It's, you know, trying to keep the drivability, trying to improve things like the shifting and some of these like 10 speed transmissions. It's just kind of all over the whack when you're trying to do, you know, performance driving. It's going to make everything feel right. better. Uh, a lot of surprises these guys bring to the table. And, you know, a lot of that, I think, is because they're right there in the heart of Detroit. They got a lot of great relationships with the OEs. Uh, so they just bring things on another level, right? They're not just hack and slash kind of guys, right? They're very sophisticated. It's Livernoy Motorsports and engineering, right? They're doing their own, right? They have their my calibrator, so they have their own tuning, you know, uh, you know, hardware set that they've developed. This, you know, all the, I think the software that goes with it, the tunes that goes with it. They know this stuff inside and out, uh, and it just makes it so much easier for them to really bring it, you know. Well, that's, that's one of the things we're going to talk about when we come back with Dan, right? The My, my Calibrator tool, it's an easy way, and I mean really simple, to just put a, a lot of difference in drivability, how the car feels, the attitude of the car. You know, when you slap a tune in it, right, and you do something, you know, with how the car shifts, all of a sudden, you get a totally different personality in the car. Uh, and really, that's what Livernoy Motorsports and Engineering is so great about. Several steps for modern muscle. We're gonna cover all of them with a guy and a company that's really knocking it out of the park. So it's a break, we're back. It's the Do Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird, I am Willie B, and we're back in just a minute. It's the Two Guys Rides Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. It's presented by CarParts.com. Look, this is the easiest way to go find yourself some parts. And I'm looking at tough-to-find parts these guys have. A lot of times right now it's tough to get parts. Well, not with CarParts.com. I feel like, you know, Kevin, you've used this mobile experience before, oh, right? Oh, man, it's too easy. You're making model. That's it. Now you're surfing. Now you're finding whatever you need. Like Willie said, man, they got new car parts, and they got incredibly hard-to-find old car parts. And my favorite part, 90 day returns, right? You order up some stuff, it's not like a week later, dang it, I missed the deadline, now I'm gonna eat that cost, I can't ship it back. 90 day returns, man, you, you can't find that anywhere. Hey, if I gave my wife that same option, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> uh, all right, man, so look, let's talk to Dan, the man behind Livernoy Motorsports and Engineering. Uh, you know, it, it's funny, Dan, because uh, I feel like you're in the back working right now. Is that is that true? Sounds like you're actually you're back there changing, machining. What's going on there at Livernoy Motorsports? No, we're we're always busy, and honestly, since the whole uh, you know let's call it pandemic or whatever, we have not slowed down at all. Like it's it's just been busy and busier, and you know, 
like anybody across that's got a business uh, going, we, we always could use a little bit more people. So, yeah. And today's no different with the, with the workload we have. <laughs> well, well, I got to ask you, man, you really have highlighted modern muscle. It's uh, it, for a lot of us car guys, man, this is the greatest time and the greatest era to be alive uh, when it comes to, you know, just raw horsepower, just, you know, the unbelievable supply uh, that's out there. The demand keeps going higher. Uh, and you really find a way across a, a lot of applications to, to just milk horsepower and harvest horsepower from cars that, you know, off the factory are already badass. But, man, can you turn them up? So we re- really wanted to pick your brain and what you're doing at Livernoy uh, to, to find power in some of these modern muscle applications. Uh, let's start with, you know, with Chevrolet. I know you got a lot of LS stuff that you're familiar with and comfortable with. Uh, what do you got for the LS crowd out there? Uh, we got a ton of stuff for the LS crowd. I mean, um, it, it's probably one of the best. You know, everybody, you know, old school guys will tell you small black Chevy was the engine, right? Today, the LS is the engine. I mean, GM did an awesome job designing that thing. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's essentially still a pushrod engine. One of the, you know, most people would think it's old technology, but um, it, it's really a really good engine and it's a good platform for us to start with. And you got cylinder heads that flow 300 CFM from the factory. We do some work to them. You know, you get them over 350, 360. That was race car stuff back in the day right like one-off race car stuff and this is stuff that's on everyday passenger cars now you know what i mean um, <laughs> yeah. so so it's, it's it's just crazy i mean I, you know and, and, and what do you you have that you know you would start as far as somebody that has a, a chevy and they say wanted to add a little power a little tuning to it you know give a step a b and c in your opinion uh that makes sense uh and probably is bang for buck wise some of the bigger moves they can make uh, for response to that pedal. Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest thing that, and I, I tell this, this story over and over again, but really it's everything today starts, especially fuel-injected cars, which is what we're talking about. Everything starts with a tuner, right? So everything needs to be tuned properly. You go out there and you buy a bunch of parts for an, for an LS, any LS for that matter. The more power you put in the thing, the more airflow it makes. And GM's tables are kind of set up as the more airflow, the higher you get in that airflow, it just starts pulling timing out of it. So the first thing anybody I recommend to do is, boom, get a tuner from us, start there, because it's it's bang for your buck. It's the cheapest mod you can do. So it, it's something I push on everybody. How much how much bang are we talking about? Well, depending on what, you know, if we're just talking LS in general, um, you get anywhere from, I don't know, 15 horse to 25 or 30, depending on what truck or car it is. If it's supercharged, you can get anywhere from 50 to 60 horse on just a tune. So uh, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of gains to be had just on a cali- just on a calibration. Uh, and I know me and you have talked time and time again. The transmission tuning on transmission is big, oh, right? God. We're not going to add any more power by changing the transmission tune around, but you're going to change that trans tune. Guys going to get in their car and be like, "You just gave me 100 horse." No, we just made it shift the way it's supposed to. And, and most, I'm going to say most newer cars, you know, we'll call it the 2000-ish and newer. It's hard to beat the automatics when they're set up right. So um, you really got a lot to gain. I told you before, when they shift gears, uh, they do fuel cut. They also do throttle, throttle shut. So we get rid of, I don't want to say eliminate that because that's not a valid statement, but we get rid of most of that 
on most applications. Yeah, the so. negative side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Kevin, I, I saw this on the chart. You've probably seen this before, right? When I pulled up my table, I got a Cadillac CTSV. Well, we put a little tune in the transmission, and man, as soon as that car goes into shift, goes to shift, everything, timing, fuel, everything falls off. It, it allows the transmission time to move it into gear, which it's slipping into gear, which wears out your transmission a little faster, and then it engages everything again. Well, by shorting up that time, the drivability, the performance is drastically changed, dramatically changed, uh, and you probably see that on the, on the engineering side, you know, for... For warranty work, why, why do they leave those margins in there? Well, it's more like they didn't go to 8 and 10 speeds for performance, right? They went 8 and 10 speeds for, for fuel economy. And that's not exactly what we we're looking for, right? So they're, they're going at it with a different approach than we would if we were setting them up to feel good, to drive, you know, in that spirited sort of way to go fast. Um, and, you know, the, uh, the cushy shifts, that's more for just giving that, you know layman driver the soft squishy soft comfortable feel right they want to feel that yeah yeah but you know we've all from the beginning of time right put a shift kit in a turbo 350 and got those bam bam those quick firm shifts and you know being in the right gear for what you're trying to do with your throttle pedal uh dan you can probably feel it even more it, it's you know getting that rpm being in the right band using that power where you need to uh and doing those quick shifts yeah. eliminating a lot of that lag that slack time in there yeah yeah and and you hit you hit it when you said people don't want to feel it right so the oems want the shift to feel almost effortless or as you don't feel it at all right, right? so you just feel the constant acceleration um but when you do that you are slipping the clutches and so we go in there and we add pressure to a lot of the a lot of the clutches in my opinion, I think you're going to extend the life of the, of the transmission. Yeah, you will. That's clutch slip. Yeah, that's all wear. That's time on. Yeah, you're burning them up. Yeah, don't get me wrong. If you're out there beating on it every day, you're going to decrease the life of it. But I think for overall, you know, the, the general guy that gets a tune from us um, that still drives it normal, he's going to extend the life of this transmission. Um, you, you did say one thing about 10-speed transmissions, and some of the OEMs don't use all 10 speeds, right? They do skip shifts. That is the first thing in our calibration. If it's a 10 speed and it skips gear, I make it use all those. So one to two, two to three, whereas, you know, a lot of a production go one to three, three to five. And, and I, I don't understand it because I can make them shift, I think, better, get better gas mileage and use all the gears. Well, they're trying to get you in the lowest possible RPM for fuel, right? The lower the yeah. engine speed, the less, you know, friction drag you're going to have, which is it's clearly fuel. If you can run a vehicle at 12, 1500 RPM all the time, I mean, you will, you'll pick up fuel economy and it'll be boring yeah. as hell. It'll be no yeah. fun. And it's like I said, you, you get first gear, <laughs> burr, burr, burr. you know, you're just bogging the thing down, Yeah. you know, like, right, right. okay, here we go <laughs> on my way to work. Boring, you know, but it's like you said, man, yeah. you're picking up those gears. You're keeping the engine in the right RPM range and you're really feeling it, even though you're not picking up significant amount of horsepower and if you think about the oes right now they're kind of fighting the whole ev uh feel right you get into um you know like a, a tesla and there's no shifts right and so a lot of people perceive luxury as having just this smooth linear takeoff and so they're trying to yeah. stretch these shift points out so you don't even yeah. know that the transmission is there essentially but yeah, fair point but it's not Right? It's not the right way to go for a performance driving, performance feel. 
Yeah, man, no doubt. And and I I do know this is fact because when when I change the tune in a couple transmissions I have, it feels like back in the day when you would slap you know 150, 180 horsepower to your car when you did a head and cam package. Like the difference is so significant in in how the car feels and how it wants to be driven afterwards. Um, it really does give it a different personality. Uh, I bet people were so surprised and shocked. When you give them back the car and you tell them, oh, I just, yeah, I didn't necessarily add a lot of power, but I think you're going to find the car performs much better. 100%. I can tell you, we've done calibrations for guys where a lot of times the engine controller and the transmission is separate. And sometimes we don't have the, the engine calibration done or it's a brand new strategy. So we'll go ahead and give the guy the transmission tune only and say, yeah, check back with us in, a, in 24 to 48 hours. We'll get the engine tune um, done and queued back up so you guys can put it back in the car because it's something so new and sometimes you get a hard time getting a hold of them because they're like no it's good and you're like no we didn't do the engine yet we just did the transmission so i mean some <laughs> people just don't get it yeah no yeah but i mean think about putting a you know bigger rear end gear in your car like all of a sudden you're like damn right you know i picked up power now clearly you're shifting differently and your top speed just came down but i mean you're putting a whole lot of grunt in a car and, and your transmission has eight or ten of those gears to play with so just think about how you can put those combinations together. Like, like Dan said, you're skipping shifts. <laughs> yeah, go from you know second to fifth in your manual transmission. Oh. Tell me how fun that is, right? So, but that's when you you know you take the holistic look at a vehicle, and you're not just pinpointing. I'm after horsepower. It's like no, I'm after what's going to make this vehicle awesome, right? And that's what they do. I got there. one of the fast and furious manual transmissions. I'm going eighth gear to thirteenth gear. Cause I don't care, man. I'm like, I'm on it. I'm sending you right. I'm sending it, bro. And I'm going to lift my ashtray and flick two toggle switches and hit my nitrous. Um, Hey, so, you know, that's just LS stuff. Um, we were just talking about sort of LS based stuff. Um, what would you say? Well, hey man, I got a quick question. I got a quick question. Right, fire away. It's a little sidetracking, but while we're talking LS, uh, I want to get your thoughts, Dan, this new, uh, seven, three from, from Ford is kind of what people say is like a bigger LS. Now it's not in a lot of these cool vehicles. So what, what's your take on, you know, where do you think this thing could go? Cause it's only going to be in the big truck. So you're gonna have to do a lot of swapping to get, you know, that, that sort of Ford version of the LS in your cool ride. But do you think it's got any legs under it? I, I, I hear what you're saying. I kind of, what you're saying is kind of what we thought here is it is a cool engine. It's push rod. It's a lot simpler. Um, I think until they put this in a car like a Mustang, I don't, I just don't foresee people doing a bunch of swaps in seven, three. Do I think people will do them? Yes, they will. And people are already doing, them. but once it gets in the Mustang and mainstream, I think then you'll see a lot more of it. it the, the other downfall of that engine is it's, a, it's an iron block. So it's pretty yeah. heavy, right? So yep. it's a little bit more difficult for a swap. But the packaging of it, it actually is pretty, it's pretty small for, you put an extra five liter and it's, it, it's easier to fit in than I think a five liter is in some cases. And much bigger and probably easier to get uh, a lot of power out of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, but I think I'm with I, I'm, you. It, it doesn't, yeah. you know, it doesn't have the same legs as a Hellcat and a Coyote and everything that's already in all these platforms. And all you need to do is kind of walk in your shop and go, Hey man, throw a blower on it. You know, give me a tune on it. Give me some exhaust. It's ripping out and replacing, but you know maybe down the road we'll start seeing them show up in old Broncos, you know early Mustangs, a lot of stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's it's 
it's not going to probably land in that same, you know, three-way category we have with Hellcats and Coyotes. Yeah. And, you know? Yeah. Like you said, if it was in a Mustang, if it was mainstream, I think a lot of people would do a lot with that engine because the potential is there. Uh, we're just going to see. I have to wait and see what Ford uh, really does with that engine, how they plan on distributing it and get it out to the masses. Um, but that being said, you know, back before we hop off the LS stuff, can people get that transmission tune you're talking about simply by getting hooked up with the My Calibrator tuning tool? Is that the, the instrument that provides them with this particular transmission tune? Yeah, yes, it does. So, and, and that's any transmission tune we do for any car. You know what I mean? So definitely My Calibrator supports, supports all those. There's a couple unique ones that, it, that we don't, that really nobody currently supports, um, but it, not nothing that I think, guys with performance cars wouldn't wouldn't do you know what i mean more of like you know equinox and you know cars that i don't think we would want to drive right, for transmission right. all right and, and his second question you know you're doing a crazy amount of stuff for ford ecoboost um and for you know just for ford in general i know they're probably for your world not as as critical but you definitely are doing some things uh with the ecoboost and with the mustang so why don't you elaborate on that for a minute um before we go to a break because after the break i, I feel like we're going to take up the conversation with some mopar talk so what do you got offering for for ford and some of the other brands out there yeah you know i, I well, let's go to ford and ecoboost right that was like a, a genius idea by ford because everything that's got an ecoboost people that are performance-minded bought them and honestly, and, and uh, you wouldn't think an escape guy is our customer, but they are. And we get a lot of escapes, a lot of fusions, stuff you wouldn't think people modify. You know what I mean? So um, obviously the Mustang 2, 3 liter, the EcoBoost, we do a decent bit of those. Um, and the turbocharged engine, there's so much more on the table that you can mess with, right? You can raise boost. Um, you know, there's just that, that goes from, you know, a 10 or 20 horsepower tune on an NA engine to a 50 to 70 horsepower tune on let's say a fusion and it takes a car that you think <laughs> yeah. is just you know barely able to spin the tires and it's able to just smoke them you know what i mean yeah, so it's, there, there's some cool things hey, it does, bro i mean? took a ride in a crazy boosted up focus rs the other day i couldn't believe how fast that thing was so yeah man they're out there yeah no it, that that's another customer focus rs guy focus st um, you know, you got a 400 horsepower engine, you add 50, 60 horse to, and that thing is, I mean, we're talking about a four cylinder making more power than most V8s that are naturally aspirated. Like that's crazy. <laughs> well, and the, the torque curve on them is super impressive. You yeah. drive any one of those and, uh, at least from factory, they, they purposely kind of downsize the turbo. So you don't get the lag and it, it's, it's pretty instant in, in most of these vehicles. Uh, it feels like a bigger displacement, uh, but its torque curve is instant. I tell you, man, I've I've gotten a couple F one fifties back to back, you know, with the EcoBoost and the five liter, and man, I'm sold on the EcoBoost version because uh, it just it pulls, it tows, it it just feels fast and it feels effortless. It does. Yeah. It, it, it does. Now, before we go to break, real quick, how much you know are you getting out of say like a Raptor application with the uh, EcoBoost in it? How, how far can you push on those, even with mods? Like, um, well, I'd say just a guy with a tune and a Raptor, you can pick up, I'm going to say 50 to 80 horse, depending on what level he wants. Guy wants to put mods on it, and we'll, we'll say mods up to a stock engine. Like, the guy doesn't go into the engine. So maybe it's E85, bigger injectors. You're talking 170 horse on something like that. 
Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Not touching the Without engine. Not even going in the engine. Wow. Right. Wow. Right. Right. Damn, yeah. on a package no. that weighs what? You know? No, what a, engine package, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all aluminum. Yeah. A lightweight V6, you know, a couple cast iron turbos. Yeah, but I, mean, yeah. I mean, that thing's ripping. Um, it, it is amazing. Uh, Livernoi Motorsports, L-I-V-E-R-N-O-I-S, motorsports.com is where you find them online. we got to take a break. When we come back, all right, we're going to pick his brain about what he thinks are underrated hot rods. What's fast out there? Uh, when it comes to modern muscle, what's the applications you got to get your hands on? Who's making the most power? And where are we going to be next? It's all coming back in just a minute with the Two Guys Garage podcast with Kevin Bird and Willie B. It is the Two Guys Garage podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. It's presented by CarParts.com. We thank him for it. Check out their mobile experience now. Get your parts you need right dropped. I mean, literally right to your garage door, front door, back door, wherever you want them. They'll put them right there, man, and get on out. <laughs> it's quick and easy. We have Dan, our boy from Livernoy. Uh, look, Livernoy Motorsports and Engineering, it's the easiest way for modern muscle. You guys all remember the days. We're all old enough to remember the days when you want to add, you know, 50, 75, 100 horsepower. Man, that meant a lot of work. Nowadays, I feel like it's so much. Like kids these days, they got it so easy. I've been waiting to say that for years. You kids are spoiled. I'm telling you, man. Well, you know, it's us adults that are buying these new cars. So it's us adults are spoiled. You know, the kids are still <laughs> buying junkers and trying to keep up with us. You know? I don't like, know, man. I, I I see kids with some rad, yeah, crazy, yeah. fast cars. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. That's I'm with true. you. I'm with you. I'm, I don't know <laughs> um, where these kids get the money for these cars, I, man. So yeah, I, I man. think it's the parents. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, let's give these guys a quick scale on Livernoy because, you know, you think of a shop that, you know, has a couple cars in there. They're working on, they're tuning some stuff. You think three, four bays or whatever. Dan, I know you're out there in the shop. We're peeling you away from some some really awesome work. You got like 10 things going on at once. So appreciate your time. Tell us right now, how many cars do you have in your shop? Appreciate it being on the show. Um, I'm going to say we've got about 45 to 50 cars here right now. No, it's, it's crazy. Think of any place you've ever been that's manhandling 45 or 50 cars at a time. How many lifts do you guys have? Uh, Just two post lifts. How many of those do you have? Then we got about 27. 27. I mean, I've worked, I've worked a lot of garages, man. We never had more than like six. 27 right. lifts, man. These guys are moving. Yeah, but Kevin, you're missing a, a very interesting point. He said like 45, probably 50 cars. But every single one of them are in there for crazy performance mod. Yeah. You know, th th every one of them is leaving there 600, 700, 1100 horsepower. It's like, it's like a horsepower shop, man. It, like, you imagine all those cars, like a, a movie scene from Fast and Furious where they're all blowing through a warehouse, you know, and all these fast ass cars come ripping out, scrambling the cops. Um, it, it really has got to be cool for you to get, the, get up and go to work every day knowing what you're doing, what you're creating, and, and the consumer on this end, how thankful they are for it. No, it, it, I love it. I come to, I don't ever come to work being like, ah, oh, it's going to be one of those days. It's a grind. You know, yes, uh, there's some things that don't always go perfect, and uh, I wish it was a little differently, but it, for the most part, I enjoy being here. It's, uh, it, it's a new challenge. We got different stuff to work on. Um, I, I'm a diehard Ford guy, but I can tell you over the last 20 years, I'm a diehard everything guy now. Um, you know, yeah, you, you yeah. look at, you know, um, what Chrysler's done lately, it's hard for that stuff not to be somebody's top three car, right? That stuff they're making. GM's got nice stuff and Ford always has. And I'm, like I said, I'm a Ford guy. So for me to say 
Chrysler's got some really nice stuff. They got some nice stuff, man. <clears throat> it's yeah, hard. yeah, man. It's, it's hard. It's a tough well, one to swallow, man. I'm choking hey, right now, but I, I'm agreeing with you. A, I'm agreeing. It's okay, Bert. I'll take it from here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, but before we get into that, I, I will tell you, I was I was talking with Dan the other day, and you know, an underrated car uh, that both Dan and I agreed on is is a beast if you can get your hands on. And I think Dan actually they just built one. Um, is is a Camaro, uh, an LS, you know, base, uh, you know, L Z L one. What is it? L Z L one Camaro. Uh, that that really they only made it for a couple years. Uh, it's supercharged. It's a hell of a track car. It's got uh, just an incredible package for stability and, and and traction control. Um, but man, with a little bit of work and a little bit of you know uh, weekend time, you can make that car <laughs> straight savage on the street. Yeah. It, the one thing that the, the Camaro's got going for it, and I know we're talking Chrysler and Mustang, the, the Camaro, I believe, and, and someone can, can fact check me, I believe that's the lightest of all three cars. If you compare like a GT500, a ZL1, and a Hellcat, I'm pretty sure that ZL1's the lightest of the three. And, and it really is, in my mind, it's a car a lot of people forget about and miss, including myself, uh, probably like not till the last two years. Uh, the, the ZL1 remade itself. It, you know, it's a new platform in 2017 or in 2016, but it's a it, it, it missed the year. So 2016, no, no ZL1. 2017, it came out. I didn't really pay attention to it, right? Because I was all over the Chrysler, the Hellcat, and stuff like that. But honestly, after we've done some work on it in the last year and a half, it, it's a it's a badass car, man. It really is. Oh man, I, I caught one on the track a couple of years ago, and uh, same thing. Just wasn't really, you know staking out that's the guy i'm going to be watching out for yeah and uh god damn was that thing fast you know he had some good tires on it <laughs> good tires on it but the rest of the thing was pretty much stock and it was eating up that pavement man i could not keep up with that car yeah no doubt <sighs> man so uh, let's talk about some of the more modern muscle in a car that you know i, I was talking to a buddy I, I think i mentioned this in our last conversation one of my buddies um who's real big into the street racing scene uh, and I ask him what cars are underrated out there. What cars are are a lot of people sort of never think it are going to be that fast until they line up against them and they're you know they're, they're handing a dude a, a wad of cash at the end of the the race. Um, and you know it's funny because you think about this car, everybody's aware of it, but they don't realize how fast this car can straight get down. And that would be the Hellcat. Uh, and the Trackhawk was one that we mentioned as well, but. That Hellcat is a crazy, fast, freaking car on a straight line. No, it, it really is. And bang for the buck, it, I don't think there's a better car out there you can get, do a couple mods to, and next thing you know, you got the fastest car in the neighborhood, man. Like it, it's no joke. I mean, they come from the factory. seven. The, the Hellcats were 707. You dyno them at 707 to the wheels, they're doing 659. I mean, that... That's a really underrated car. So that, that, that's, it is one of my, again, Ford guy, diehard Ford guy. That Hellcat. Say it, no, say it. I'm telling oh. you, that Hellcat is one of my favorite cars, man. It is, <laughs> it is. It, it is. I think it, it, it's definitely underrated. And if you don't know about it, you should. Yeah, man. And, and like we were talking, you know, those same mods, right? Whether it's the tuner the my calibrator tuner that people can get what kind of power gains what kind of uh, things are left in the margins 
that you know you can go in with a tune and a little tweaking here and there and, and actually improve your car performance numbers wise yeah like, like we're talking because it's supercharged um there's a lot of things we can do to get you more power so uh we did i, I know you said trackhawk so trackhawk uh jeep grand cherokee versus a challenger hellcat same engine in both of them right so the same mod you do to a to a hellcat if if we do a tuner and you pick up 50 to 60, that same applies to the Trackhawk, right? Um, we, we did a Trackhawk for a customer that he didn't want to touch the engine, didn't want to touch the pulleys, just wanted only tuning. And so we ended up doing bigger, larger injectors, um, uh, E85 and a tune. And this thing, I'm going to say it picked up about 140 horse just by doing those mods, man. And it, that's killer you know what i mean so didn't get into the engine didn't change the pulleys you know 100 140 150 horsepower thing was just amazing and that's all via tuning and injectors so tuning only 50 60 tuning injectors 85 140 150 wow man and that's already on a car that's you know they're sitting at 707 you know you're adding a 150 to it and all of a sudden man you're in the 850, 860 range? Yeah. Like, yeah. that is a badass streetcar. A factory car with some tune, right? Yeah. I'm not even counting the injectors. That's a, you know, that's nothing, no. right? Like, you're not diving into anything critical. No. And you're making eight plus. It's nuts, man. What a great time. Yeah, what a great time to be alive. And then, you know, you have a lot of different mods as well and a lot of different performance items, everything from, you know, how to cool the car, you know, and pulleys and all that stuff. Really, you know, when you dive into it and spend a little bit of time with it, um, just reducing, getting a smaller pulley, right? All of a sudden you're adding more than just, you know, more than just 140 and 150. Yeah, cold air kit and one of those things. Uh, if it's a stock engine, cold air kits, you know, 20, 30 horse. You got a bunch of mods to it. The cold air kit now goes from twenty to thirty to forty or fifty because it it becomes a restriction. So there, there, it's not a whole bunch of work on a Hellcat to get 200, 250 horsepower, which you you can't even think of what you had to do years ago, money wise, to get that right. But the bang for the buck is just it's unreal on those cars. Now we changed. Remember we changed the Trackhawk pulley out, um, Kev, and it was. They have the tools. They provided everything we need, and it was a really easy job to do. Oh yeah, I mean for us. <laughs> no, yeah. but seriously, for anybody that's mechanically inclined, anybody that would have changed a camshaft back in the day, this would be a falling off a log. You know, doing the full setup. You know, changing the injectors, changing the pulley, dropping the tune on there. Um, and what we pick up because we started at seven oh seven, right, with that thing on the Trackhawk. I think it was a couple hundred. Yeah, and we were over a thousand with the eighty five. Hey, yeah. wasn't that the, that was the upper and lower pulley, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. That, that, that's the, that's our 1025 package. So yeah. you went from 700 to 1025. So it, it, it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> Dude, a thousand I mean, horsepower on a brand new, pretty much off the shelf ride. <laughs> now you throw four wheels to the ground, you know, making traction and those things get, man. Yeah. Hard the, to beat. The thing you... The, the thing you guys talked about install, neither one of you had ever done that before, right? Right. Not, yeah, not that one. Yep. No, not not on a track. Very straightforward. So, yeah, very straightforward. You guys didn't. You guys didn't struggle with it, so it, it's not a bad mod for the weekend guy to do. Yeah, it really isn't, man. And the bang for buck is, 
you know, you can never find that back in the day. And now you can do this in your weekend, roll out on a Monday and have the baddest boy on the block ready to pick him off. Like it is amazing just the power that's created. And you guys have made it really efficient, really affordable. And the application as easy as you could expect something like that to be. It really was something I feel confident in saying anybody could do on a weekend. Yeah, hundred percent. And we got a lot of people to do that. We do sell a tool that, you know, to get the pulley and stuff off if somebody wants to do it themselves, what we run it out to as well. So it's, it's something a lot of guys tackle. Yeah. We've said it before, like a thousand is the new 400, you know, like <laughs> yes. we would struggle to get to 400 and now pff, we're at a thousand. Like, that's it, man. Yeah. You got the cool number. 400 is for a four cylinder. Right, right. Right. Hey, and, and before we, you know, we run out of time, what are you seeing in some of the, some of the other cars? Are there, are there other maybe out of German applications, European cars that kind of you ever draw attention to you and you go, wow, you know, that car is making some power. Anything, you know, in those lines? No, there's, they, they all, re I respect all the cars, right? I mean, if I had to say, uh, we don't work on German cars really, not, not yet. Um, and we don't do a lot of imports. Um, but if I had to pick a car that I think stands out, one, well, I'd pick two because I've got, uh, I've almost got beat or have got beat by one of, one of these before. Uh, you know, the GT, the GTR, the Nissan, that, that's a badass car. That's a wicked oh. car. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I'm in our GT, uh, I don't know how much time we got, but I'm in our GT500. And um, I, I picked my wife up from the doctor and I purposely drove that car because I have a truck with run, without running boards and she hates it. So I'm like, all right, let me get this car. And she's kind of not feeling that great. And so this AMG Mercedes four-door pulls up next to me, right? And I'm like, oh, no. I'm a GT500. And I'm just looking at it. And the guy, he like revs it next to me. And I'm like, <laughs> and my, my wife looks at me and she knows I'm not going to stand for that. So honestly, <laughs> uh, the, the guy wouldn't race from um, a dead stop. I don't want to say stop like because we were, we were definitely on a racetrack, safe road, right? So uh, – Definitely, he wouldn't definitely. race me from a stop. So we, we got about 20 feet out and I'm like, I guess he doesn't want to race. And then he, he guns it. Well, I couldn't catch him. I mean, I'm, I'm not kidding you. He was, he, he started, he did leave first, but we got up to very fast speed and I couldn't <laughs> catch him. <laughs> was that a bone stock GT 500? The new one, like 760 or 770? It, it was because yes, because we were doing some emissions testing on ours. It was completely stock, no tune in it. It's possible the guy with the AMG had a tune or something in it, but I, I don't care. And that's a Mustang still, GT 500. Yeah. And I couldn't it's, beat it's 700 plus. I, I couldn't beat him. I, yeah. I mean, all I wanted to do was rerun it at a fair, right. you know, we both, we both start at the same time. And I think it would have been, I think I would have got him, but you know, that's, that's my, that's, that's my word versus his. Bro. I suffered the same experience <laughs> this past Saturday, a Tesla mopped me up and I was like, wait, wait, I wasn't ready. Hold yeah. up. I need to re I need a rerun on that, man. That guy needs an extension cord to yeah, fuel dude, that thing up and he's smoking. That's not right. I was like, hold up during sale. Get back here. Let's start again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, no. there's cars out there nowadays in every form that will surprise you. Yeah. Uh, and it really is a great time to be alive and just, uh, enjoy, uh, enjoy all the offerings. Uh, but you guys really, man, you have made a career out of making horsepower affordable, easy to, to get in our applications. Uh, and man, you've done it in a way that 
man, it, it, it's not, it's no longer, you know, busted knuckles and, you know, changing heads and camshafts out. It's a quick download. It's a quick flash of your ECM. And all of a sudden, it's a night and day difference. And man, we are thankful to have you out there. No, we're, we're, we're really happy to be around this, uh, this time of, uh, of all these cool cars. And, and we do do some truck stuff too. So I, I know we didn't talk diesel. We do have our first uh, diesel EO. So we weren't touching diesel until we had that. So our Ford F-Series 6.7 tuner, it's over 100 horse. Emissions legal. It rips. So, you know, and that's that, wow. that's a five ninety nine purchase and you get over 100 horse. So, you know, th- those, uh, it's just the stuff that's out there, man. It's just, it's just awesome. It's good to be alive, man. Amen, good to be bro. Alive. Uh, well, it's good to know people like Dan. Where do people find more about Livernoy Motorsports and Engineering, man? Give us the social. Give us the website. Hit us up. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, uh, www.livernoymotorsports.com. We're out there. Um, just take take a look for us. Yeah, man. And I'm telling you, they have some unbelievable packages, um, some unbelievable tuning available. Hey, real fast, when people download your tuner, buy the my calibrator tool what all comes with that you guys are providing tunes right yeah we, we provide tunes um you know it it's very easy to use right so you buy the tuner you get it home you plug it into your vehicle if it's supported or if we preload it you're good to go you hit the program button it saves your stock file and puts our tune in there if it's something that's not supported it'll tell you to go back to your computer and call tech support um, or go online and you basically say, Hey, my car is not supported. Here's all my information. Uh, within 28 to 48 hours, you're going to email back to you. You plug your tuner back into your PC. It automatically downloads. You go back out to your car. You're good to go. Plug it programs yeah, the car. It's amazing, man. No, it's how simple. easy is that? You guys <laughs> a lot easier than scrounging through junkyards, right. pulling heads, porting and polishing. So get your dirty fingernails either. Like, yeah. <laughs> Changing jets. Yeah. And, and we do, we really sell this thing everywhere. I mean, all over the world, we sell this thing. I don't care if it's Russia. We, we've sold them. You know what I mean? We sell tunes. everywhere. Yeah. That's amazing, man. Well, again, LivernoiMotorsports.com, L-I-V-E-R-N-O-I-S, Motorsports.com. Uh, find them, use them. They're fantastic. And we appreciate your time, man. Don't forget about our show, Air Weekends, on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Episodes also now streaming on Motor Trend On Demand. Thanks to our guest, the man, Dan Millen from Livernoi Motorsports. My man, Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. Our producer, Scoop, and executive producer, Mr. Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com, and share your thoughts with us. We're on social everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. Now, this Two Guys Garage podcast, yeah, it's copyrighted. 2021, Britain Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. There you go. Hey, I can't wait, man. This guy is slapping mad horsepower on everything with nothing but a, man, a little flash, a little beep, 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 boop, boop, Dude, boop. they got like a factory, you know, like just full of cars, just like you said, just spraying out of there. Man. Just going all over the world, tearing it up. You guys right? are silly. Ripping up them streets and making people look sad in their little slow cars, you know? Bro, I could add I could add 150 horsepower drinking a beer. <laughs> <laughs> well you got people gotta get people gotta get get on the program. I gotta get some, man. We we've got them here in stock, man. Amen. But, yeah. Let us help you out. And thanks again for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Anytime, Dan. We'll be catching up yeah, with man. you again soon. Thank you, Dan. All right. We'll see you guys. See you, bro. Later, buddy. And we'll catch you guys on the next Two Guys Garage podcast. Y'all take care. That's right. Have a good one. Take care. 
Two Guys Garage Podcast is a production of Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.